Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So we encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com or by clicking the Share Your Story tab on the Church Center app. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that by clicking on the giving link located in the description below this video, online at fellowshipgj.com, or if you are a member here at Fellowship Church, you can give through our Church Center app. This will help us continue to bring the message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy today's service. Merry Christmas, Fellowship Church. This is an awesome day to celebrate the birth of Christ. It is so gorgeous out there. Thank you for handling the parking lot so graciously. You did so good. Thank you so much for that. Now, you know me. You know I love nostalgia. I love looking back over the years and thinking about my favorite Christmases and, and times that I've had with my family. And that that's special right there. Now, I don't know if you realize that, but that uh, a a lot of that was from one of Amy Grant's Christmas albums. And then, Mary, did you know, those, those all came out around 1992. And we used all of those songs in one of our first Christmas Eve musicals here at Fellowship Church back when we were on 29 Road years ago. So I love nostalgia. And when I was getting ready for this, this service, I was thinking to myself, you know, what, what was the coolest gift I ever got when I was growing up? When I was a kid, because, you know, when we're kids, that's kind of what it's about a lot of times. And so I started kind of pulling the staff and asking them what their favorite gifts are. In fact, wherever you are right now, just tell the person next to you your favorite gift you ever received for Christmas when you were a kid. Do that, even if you're watching at home. Do that for just a second. I see you're getting nostalgic. You're laughing a little bit. Okay, just one gift now, not more than one. So when I pulled the staff, I asked them, I said, what, what was your, what are your favorite gifts you ever got that you remember from, from Christmas? And, and Amanda said, Amanda said, a, a talk boy. Do you remember talk boys? Do you remember those? Yeah, they were really popular in, in Home Alone 2. And, and Julie said, a McDonald's fry maker. Do you remember those? <laughs> And what you did is you got a piece of white bread and you cranked that thing and it sliced it and it came out as fries. Her favorite gift. I told you she was twisted. <laughs> and as I talked to different staff, they said things like Cabbage Patch Kids. Do you remember those? Brat Dolls. you remember those? When you were my age, do you remember, were you an Atari person or an Intellivision person? Do you remember that? So that brings you back, and it brings you back, and it, it makes you think about those things. Now, for me, best gift all time, I loved it so much that I kept it, okay? So this was my 1980 PK Ripper. Yes. And this was the kind of bike. So in the 80s, early 80s, you've got to understand this, BMX was a big thing. Racing BMX, jumping BMX, trying not to break your neck on BMX. Part of my problems today because of all my wrecks. But this is the kind of bike that you didn't receive 
as a gift as a whole because it, it, was, it was too expensive. I had to get this, this big gift over many gifts, over many different celebrations. Birthdays, Christmas, Easter, Hanukkah. I became Jewish one year just for... <laughs> and, and I was such a little con artist that, that the first thing that I got was the frame, the handlebars, and the forks. That's all I had. And so I would carry this around in my neighborhood, and I would knock at every stay-at-home mom's and grandmother's door, and I would say can I mow your lawn for money so I can get wheels for my bike? <laughs> and it took me like a year and a half to, make, to, to get this bike together. And it, in 1980, this, totally, this total cost $500. $500. In today's money, that's almost $2,000, okay? And my, my parents couldn't afford all of that. We, I had to earn it, and we, like I said, we spread it out over time. But it was one of the greatest gifts that I ever got, but it was a gift that was made up of small gifts. Now, I love gifts. You do too. I love to give them. I, I love to receive them. And you know what? So does God. I mean, we were made after God, after his image. And a few weeks ago, we talked about God's love languages and how we can show our love to him. And he, he speaks all of them. So you know that he loves to give gifts and he loves to receive gifts. And for us, he gave us all this huge gift, and sometimes we kind of miss it, especially around the holidays, but he gave us this huge gift by giving us multiple gifts. Jesus says in John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. That's what the devil does. But Jesus has come that we might have life and have it to the full. The KJV says that he's come that we might have life to the abundance so God gives those that believe in his son a full and abundant life. A full and abundant life. That's the big gift. And he's done this by giving us multiple gifts to make up that big gift. The, the, the first thing that he did for us is he created us. That's a gift. We wouldn't even be in existence if he didn't recreate, create us. Psalms 139 says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So he created us. That's a, that's a pretty big gift. But he also not only created us, he's provided for us. So he's provided for that creation. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from, a gut, from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So every good thing in our life is a gift from God. And he's provided so much for us throughout our life that we could never make a list for everything he's done. We could never make a, a, a list for every gift he's given us because he's provided for us so well. And then he gave us the Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Now, I love John 14, 26, but I really love it in the Amplified Version where Jesus says, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, Advocate, Advocate, Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, the person that always stands by, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to re represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. 
You see, we have the privilege of living in the New Testament. So when we receive Christ as our personal Savior, we can receive the Holy Spirit as well. In the Old Testament, they didn't get that. There were only certain people that got the gift of the Holy Spirit. But for us, God gave us this gift. He gave us this comforter when we need him. He gave us this advocate. And an advocate is somebody that defends us. He gave us an intercessor to think that the Holy Spirit actually prays for us. He gave us a counselor, somebody that gives us advice, and he gave us a strengthener. And man, do we need that. So those are pretty, give, pretty awesome gifts. But then he also gave us his son. Luke 2, 7 is the famous passage, passage, passage of Scripture which we are celebrating today. And the Bible says in verse 7, she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angels reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news and will bring great joy to all of you. The Savior, yes, the Messiah of the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of the heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. That's what this week is all about. The birth of the King of kings and the Lord of lords given to us as the ultimate gift. We've heard John 3, 16. We've seen it on signs at football games. The Amplified Version says, For God is greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. You see, as we understand this this abundant life, this gift that he gave us, we need to remember that it's not just for this planet, but it's for eternity. It's the gift that lasts for all time. Now, he's given us so much. What can we give him this Christmas? I mean, what is on God's Christmas list? You, you talk about a guy that's got everything. What do you get him, right? What do you get him? Well, David answers this question in Psalms 51, verse 16 through 17. And this is after David had really messed up. He'd, he'd blown it with Bathsheba, and he was doing his best to just try to make it right with God. And he says, To the Lord, you do not desire a sacrifice, or I'd offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. To be broken. To be broken before the Lord means that you allow yourself to be vulnerable and transparent with him. That's what he wants. To be real. No secrets. No hidden agendas. There's open, honest communication. So we say thank you when he does things for us. We, we say we're sorry when we mess up. And you might say, really? That's what he wants for Christmas? Parents, how many times have you wished that of your own kids? Right? Times and seasons of your life as you're raising your children where you're like, oh man, I wish, I wish they would just be open with me. I wish they would just be, they'd just be real with me. I, I wish they'd be transparent. I wish we could just have a really good, open, honest conversation. Now, if you don't have teenagers yet, you may have not wished this, but you will, okay? <laughs> you will. And it's a gift. 
When we are broken and open with him, it makes us want to be obedient to him, which is the other gift that he loves. Brokenness and obedience. 1 Samuel 15, 22, Jesus says, or sorry, Samuel says, what is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Over 50 times in the Bible, it says that God wants our obedience over our possessions. This means we seek him in our decision-making. We read his love letter. He gave us these beautiful scriptures as a guide for our life. And, and, and if we just read them, if we would just live by him. And when he tells us to do something, we don't, we don't practice partial obedience, but we do, it our, do our best to do it God's way. Being broken and obedient. You know, that, that, those are gifts that we can all give. It doesn't cost us a bunch. It isn't, it's not something that we have to do a lot of thinking about. We just are like, oh, hey, we're going to be honest. We're going we're gonna to just do what he says. And that is the best gift that we can give him. That's what he wants, and it's proven by Scripture. Now, maybe you haven't received God's gift yet. Maybe you've celebrated Christmases for years, and you can think from a nostalgic, nostalgic standpoint about Christmases 30, 40 years ago. But really, they were more about presents, Santa, gifts. But you never really received him as that ultimate gift. So I want to give you an opportunity to do that this morning. If you're sitting in this room, if you're watching online, if you're sitting in the lobby right now, I would ask that you would just say this prayer and repeat after me. And, and, and those that are around you, maybe they have said this before, but they're going to say it too because I want you to feel comfortable with this decision. But understand that this is a gift that lasts for eternity. It's the greatest gift you can ever receive. It's a gift today that you be giving not only to yourself, but to your family. Because we want to do life for the long run with those that we love. So wherever you're sitting right now, if you just bow your head, close your eyes. If you'll repeat after me, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I recognize you are who you say you are. The Son of God the Messiah, the greatest gift. And help me now to live my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, maybe you've said that prayer before. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long time, but you realize that the things that God requires or really, really wants this Christmas is to be broken and obedient. I want to pray a prayer over you. So if you'll bow your head again, Lord, come before you and Holy Spirit we pray to you as one of the greatest gifts we've ever received I pray Holy Spirit that you would soften our hearts and Lord that you would show us if we haven't been as transparent with you as we should be if we haven't been broken and so Lord I pray that you would you would break us to where we would be transparent we would be open we would be honest we would have great communication with you and our relationship with you in this next year would go to new heights and Lord if we haven't been obedient 
forgive us. In fact, take just a second. If you, if you feel like maybe your obedience could be better, just, just tell the Lord you're sorry. Forgive us, Jesus, for times when we've been disobedient. And help us to do better. Help us to read your word. Help us to follow your word. Help us to listen to you when you tell us and give us advice. Help us to totally be reliant on you. And we give this as a gift to you. And it pales in comparison for what you've done for us. But we love you, Jesus. And we pray these things in your name. Amen. Well, if this is the first time you've ever said that prayer, we'd love to, to know that. We'd love to get uh, some information in your hands. So if you'll text the word fellowship, uh, text the word heaven to 94,000, we will get you some information about how you can get into a discipleship class, get some information that will help you uh, in your walk with the Lord. But other than that, Merry Christmas. Make sure you guys take advantage of the frontage road when you leave this morning. Have a great day. We love you and we'll see you the 31st, the last service of 2023. Thanks for listening to this week's message at Fellowship Church. If this was your first time experiencing Fellowship Church, or if you want to learn more about one of our many ministries, you can text fellowship to 94,000 to connect with one of our staff. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to support you. You can submit your prayer request by texting prayer support to 94000. Our prayer team will receive your request and immediately start covering you. As always, we are still just a phone call away. You can contact us at 970-245-PRAY with any questions. Thanks again. We hope to see you next week in person or online.